and welcome to Markets Extra, the podcast where we discuss what's moving markets and what makes traders tick. My name is Han Tan, market analyst at FXTM. So when looking at the markets, there are two main perspectives that we use. On one hand, there's fundamental analysis, which I focus on, and most of the episodes on Markets Extra so far have used that kind of perspective. And then there's technical analysis, and that focuses purely on the charts and trying to identify trends with the prices of that asset. And it's certainly a popular skill set when engaging with the markets. So joining me today to help us dive deeper into the world of technical analysis is Tunis Kruger, trading educator for FXTM. Tunis, good to have you on the program, sir. Thank you, Ron. It's a pleasure to be here. So, Tunis, let's start by making sure we all understand what we're talking about here. Explain to us what is technical analysis. Right, Don. Yes, that's a, that's a very, very good question because, unfortunately, a lot of people associate technical analysis with indicators and oscillators, and they do have a place, but uh, they are not uh, the first and foremost. Um, what we do is we use a, a formal definition of what technical analysis is, um, academic. Somebody who does his research properly, John J. Murphy, in his book, Technical Analysis of Financial Markets, which is considered one of the Bibles of technical analysis, a good reference point. So what it means is to uh, we study the price, yes, we look at charts, yes, but uh, what we're trying to do is to identify um, early stages of a next trend. Right, because if we can start, uh, identify the early stage of a trend and get involved there, then obviously uh, it makes it much easier to, to, to make a net profit over a series of trades. So that is the, the core definition. And you mentioned something very specific there. Uh, you mentioned making a profit over a series of trades. And I think the operative word there is series, eh? because the idea is to have that consistent um, ability to churn out profits is not just a one-off thing now, is it? Most definitely, most definitely. And that's why um, we use very good reference material uh, in the sense of it's not just the opinion floating on the internet. We we refer to guys that's done their homework. And in this case, regarding the psychology of trading, uh, we definitely don't want to get in a situation where we try to win or beat the market. Um, the market has a rhythm. Um, it flows up trends and down trends, and we stay in that rhythm with the market. We actually listen to the market. That's what technical analysis is in, in essence about. We listen to the market, and those early stages of the next trend is an excellent place. I call it the golden uh, the golden spots where you get involved uh, you know, in the market, taking your calculated risk and then managing your risk. Mm. You talk about the golden spots and... Uh, perhaps many enter the market using technical analysis looking for the silver bullet. There seems to be a lot of misconceptions about, oh, there's just going to be this perfect sequence of indicators and oscillators and uh, all these other you know, stuff that you can put on the charts. And that will give me that magic formula for finding that huge trading opportunity. But you know, perhaps that is a misconception that we have to try and dispel. Eh? I think that's, uh, that's very well said because um, instead of, of associating uh, what new traders sometimes do, uh, indicators and oscillators with a, some sort of holy grail that will you know, help you to, to, to be right in the market or to be, uh, you know, have a winner every time. 
what actually happens is is uh, first we must learn to see that you know to understand and, and recognize the up and down trends and then that's where uh, indicators and, and oscillators come in that's where their value actually lies is they help us as visual aids to see those early stages of an x-trend and then there's uh, there's multiple ways to enter that's one of the the, the nice things about technical analysis, but also the frustrating things, is you have to choose. Um, there's actually, um, in those early stages of an extra in the golden spots, you can use, um, you know, candlestick patterns, you can use market patterns, you can use market structure. There's multiple ways to decide where to enter, and that's uh, pretty much very individual. What we try to teach the guys to keep it simple is market structure. And from there on, you know, you can develop your own style. But if your basics are, are in place, then uh, it actually works. Yeah. And Tunis, I know that you spend a lot of time, uh, you and your team, while well, the company really spends a lot of resources trying to make sure that people get their basics down. And I'll give you an opportunity to make your shameless plug here later on in the podcast. <laughs> and because it is a podcast, you know, it, it doesn't lend itself well to actually understanding how to identify that uh, uh, the early stages of those trends that you're talking about, right? And it has to be a visual experience. So again, we'll leave that for Tunis and his other sessions. But for this podcast, I want to kind of get behind uh, some of the psychology and perhaps some of the myths and mistakes that you often see when dealing with you know potential clients or those who are just interested in the markets. So I'm going to put you on a spot here. If you had to pin it down to the most common mistake that people make in terms of how they perceive the markets what would that mistake be on by far the biggest mistake uh, new traders and struggling traders and um, i've been there so i know make is the the definition of a good trade and a bad trade um, what normally happens is people associate a good trade with yes i had a profit and uh, a bad trade with i had a loss and it couldn't be further from the truth um, and that's where proper reference books like uh, Mark Douglas, Trading in the Zone, which uh, which deals with the psychology side. I use that a lot as a reference for guys so that, that they can get a deeper understanding. Um, the proper definition is um, a good trade. It's got nothing to do with a profit or a loss. It's got to do with, did you respect that market structure? Did you see the early stage of the next trend? Um, did you take your calculated risk? Did you manage your risk? Did you uh, protect your account, you know, when the structure of the market changed and it was not an uptrend or a downtrend anymore as you anticipated? Um, did you let your profits run in some way? Um, those are the principles that if you respect that, that's a good trade. Um, and that means, and it's, it's very difficult for the new traders to, to work through that mentally. That means you can actually have a loss, but it will be a small loss, it will be a calculated loss uh, because you take a calculated risk um, and it's still a good trade. That association is absolutely critical. And the other side, a bad trade, is when you don't uh, adhere to those principles. Um, you can make, even make a nice big profit, but if you didn't adhere to those principles, then um, it's a bad trade. And the, the, the skill, the ability to make a net profit over a series of trades comes from consistently taking good trades. Even though some of those trades will be a loss, you protected your accounts. It's a good thing. Um, guys don't believe me until they blow their account because they didn't protect it and they thought they knew what the market's going to do. So that's one of the statements um, that, that Mark Douglas makes in his book. He says that's, that's the mental work that we must do as new traders is to get away from that perception that we actually will ever know what the market is going to do. We can see the ebb and flow of the market, the uptrends, the downtrends. We can see the early stage quite objectively with, uh, you know, with little training. 
and then uh, then we do those principal things those three things and you consistently take good trades and then you get the ability to make a net profit over a series of trades that's why i love these sessions with you because uh, i also know that as i was trying to discover more about the world of technical analysis again for myself i focus more on the fundamentals but you know as i discovered that side of the equation so to speak you know hearing all these terms and learning all these new insights is really refreshing i must say because it gives me a different lens when I look at what's happening on my MT4 or MT5 price charts. Eh? And being able to detach the idea of uh, profits from it initially, but I, I think it's down to discipline. Eh? Understand the rules and uh, what you're trying to achieve and then adhering to those principles. I think that is the ultimate goal, right? And then have those principles guide you as you then set different positions and uh, try to take advantage of the opportunities in the market. Eh? And in that sense, the, 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 the initial stage that a new trader goes through um, is less looking on the charts. Yes, the charts training is there, but, but um, I, I spend a lot of time helping the guys to, to de actually declutter, to make it as simple as possible, because the first stage is mental. You have to make that mental association with a good trade. Um, this is a good trade. Than those three principles and then what happens is, is, is yes we go to a chart but i normally and it, it's been it's been proven very effectively i take the guys literally to uh, what i call a simplified structure of the market that's a line chart no indicators so you can see the up and down trends start respecting the structure of the market seeing how, how, how robust it is on every time frame the higher time frame there's more people participating so the structure is a little bit more stable but on the low and on the lower time frames, there's uh, there's more noise because there's less people involved. But there's on every chart you open, you will see uptrends, downtrends, and ranging markets. That's market dynamics. Uh, I tell the guys when I open a chart and I and I see, you know, what's going on. There, it's like music. So you see, you see the uptrends, the downtrends. You can see if it's now uptrend, a downtrend, or ranging market, and then you can literally take it step by step from there. You know, hearing you talk about the markets, hearing you use these. Uh, very zen-like phrases, respecting <laughs> the structure of the market, listen to the language of the markets, you know, watch the waves go by. It's almost like I imagine myself right now sitting on a beach, enjoying <laughs> the sunset and getting used to those patterns, right? And there is enjoyment in that. So that puts me in the right mindset for not just this podcast because, oh boy, dude, would I love to be on the beach right now, um, but also when entering the market. Hey. And that's very uh, interesting that you say that because I've actually got an exercise which I call sitting on the beach and watching the waves uh, in the sense of when you're a surfer and you want to get to know the, the you know, the structure or the how waves work, not every swell is not necessarily, you know, got momentum and so on. You, you actually go and sit on the beach and watch and learn. And, um, and that's one of the exercises I do to, to help the guys to calm down, you know, to, to declutter, then it all starts making sense. So, Is this because you are a surfer yourself? But I'm guessing, hey, in South Africa, <laughs> there are a lot of sharks, right? I don't know. Is that a misconception as well that there are just too many shark-infested waters around South Africa? You don't go surfing there? I don't know. I'm not a surfer. I don't, I'm not really a surfer myself, but I know a lot of surfers and they, they don't really worry about the sharks. <laughs> really? so, now obviously, if there's, a, if there's a warning and they know there's a, a couple of big ones there, then they won't perhaps not go in. But in general, there's, there's always sharks. <laughs> now, we can apply that to the markets as well. Eh? Markets aren't risk-free. There are these potential pitfalls or negative surprises or 
sharks really they're just waiting to gobble you up as well but you know, as long as you follow those guidelines and you understand what you're doing have the right mindset before you enter the waters see what i did there then you can try and ride the waves and hopefully have a good time right hey you know we're coming up with all these analogies for the market so this is kind of cool um I like this. unfortunately and I'll, I'll disagree with you there so <laughs> what, what i like to do is to to keep it positive so uh, when we enter a trade, we respect those, you know, those principles. Then we have the, we get the ability to make a net profit over a series of trades. But um, I'd rather get it um, closer to an, an idea of the market is generous in general because uh, you know the, there's there's trends and there's an average um, amount of impulse waves in a trend. But sometimes the market is not so generous. Um, sometimes the market is very generous, um, and when the market is not so generous, then we just protect our account. So. Um, and there's nothing uh, wrong about it. You got, you're going to have losses. And those losses are rather associated like when you have a business, you have a supermarket, you pay your rent, you pay your um, the salaries of your, um, you know, of your, your personnel, you pay your, um, your, your suppliers. If you don't do that, you haven't got a business. So in our business, our overrates are those trades where we, the market shows us an early stage, we take our calculated risk and the structure immediately changes for whatever reason and we protect our account. That's just overrates. There's nothing wrong with the positive thing. So, um, but anyway, that's just my take on it. <laughs> Sorry, I, I seem like so hung up. It, it's your fault, buddy. You're the one you know, putting all these images in my head about what I could be doing at the beach. Uh, maybe I'm just suffering from lockdown fatigue here. But then you know, some might argue like, hey, yeah, I need to protect myself, but I can't really surf well with a life jacket on. You know, I got to be free. You know, I got to take some risks. So then what do you say to that then? How do you coach people to really manage those thrill-seeking impulses you know those emotions how do they manage that what's your best tip there well um what i try to explain to the new traders all the guys that are stuck is there's two two different sections in trading you've got your entertainment part where guys come in for the for the um you know the emotions the the engine rush whatever um they are random they're not consistent so they jump in and out and they really enjoy themselves but there's the business side the business side um it's about skills, it's about principles that you learn, it's about a way of thinking. And there you have to uh, train yourself so that there's no more emotions anymore. I mean, if you train really and you've got a license for your car, for instance, you don't have a lot of emotions when you get in your car and you drive to the supermarket. Um, in fact, 80% of the actions is, uh, you know, so practiced uh, that it's in your subconscious, so you don't even think about it. And that is what happens with the business side. You practice these things in until there's no more emotions then you're getting the thing right then you you're getting to the business side um and it almost gets boring it's never boring but um you know how to do you know what to do uh, and you just do it every day and um that's mm. it so tunis we've covered a lot of ground already we've spoken about being able to properly define what is a good trade and what is a bad trade and it's not necessarily tied to profits you know it's about you know making sure you understand using each of these trades to understand the principles of the markets uh, we have also spoken about making sure we keep our emotions in check there are thrill seekers but then you know, for the most part there has to be a disciplined approach to the markets are there other key myths or mistakes that you often see among people out there just uh, something interesting that i can mention is um what happens a lot unfortunately with new traders is they might look at a trader that's a really a master trader you know the guy's principles are solidly uh, practiced in his muscle memories is really solid with regard to that and then um 
the one nice thing about uh, trading there is a lot of scope if your foundation is well laid then you can build many different things on it and now what happens a master trader might find a certain uh, instrument a certain pair a certain even candlestick pattern or something that he likes and he applies that and, and does it very successfully and that's all he does then people look at him and they think oh i can do the same thing but they haven't got the same foundation there is lots and lots of ways of making a net profit over a series of trades once you've mastered, once you've set, you know, a good foundation. And um, that's my main thing that I want to communicate to guys. That master trader, he put in the time, he put in the hundreds of hours, you know, of, of screen time and so on. And he's got a passion for it. He loves it. If he didn't, he wouldn't be able to do it. So not everybody, everybody becomes a, a lawyer or a, a plumber or electrician or a, you know, a doctor or whatever. Depends on what, what is your passion inside. But everybody does, you know, have to get extra income. And that's why when we train guys and they're good, you know, we, uh, we take them to the copy trading part where normal guys can just learn the basics of the language and then uh, learn how to recognize good traders and, and use that to, to make an extra income. So it's not necessary for everybody to become a master. But uh, unfortunately, a lot of guys get into the entertainment trap uh, based on what I explained. All right, so Tunis, before I let you go, you spoke about building those foundations. So for whoever's listening right now, and if he or she wants to, you know, make sure that they build up their foundations, where can they go? I'll let you do your shameless plug here, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got on the website, we've got uh, excellent resources, but I think the, the mentoring part is also valuable. So uh, in that case, uh, uh, what I would suggest is just to, uh, when you talk to your account service manager or your relationship manager, um, you really feel stuck, you don't know what to do, is just ask to be put into contact with one of the educators. So that's why we are here. That's why we've got resources. And even if I just direct you to the, the correct resources, you know, it makes a big, big difference. Yeah. I know Tunis and the rest of the team have really done a good job in making themselves available, hosting sessions with clients to, like you said, make sure that they have strong fundamentals before they uh, take part in markets. And there's a whole host of content as well on our website. Again, it's www.forextime.com. You can Go to the homepage and check out on the top right-hand corner. There's a whole section there labeled education. All right, So that can help you better understand what you're getting yourself into as well. Tunis, um, my biggest takeaway besides being in a zen-like mindset is I desperately need a beach vacation right now. So I don't know if that's thanks to you or no thanks to you. I don't know if that's a positive or negative yet. Uh, I'll have to sleep on it. But I do know that I had to thank you for your time in our Insights Tunis. Always a pleasure having you on this podcast. And hopefully we now have a fresh pair of eyes, right, so to speak, when looking at the markets. And as you study those charts, you could also be listening to Markets Extra at the same time. So do follow this podcast on your favorite platforms. And of course, check out our daily market analysis at forextime.com and also the signals on my FXTM. Until next time, I'm Han Tan for FXTM.